Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back or welcome to the Educated Food Podcast. I am one half of the Educated Food. This is Dr. J. And I'm Jarrell. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another week of excitement and thrills. Yeah. Welcome back to another week, another episode. If you're a new listener, thank you. Returning listeners, definitely thank you. And all we ask for you to do is to share, like, subscribe, post, do all those things for us. You know, help us grow this educated food empire. And if you knew, we start every episode off with a check-in. So let's check in. How you doing, my brother? Yeah, man. I'm doing great now that the semester is over. I am turning in my grades tomorrow. And I am going to sit back and relax. Um, got a, a a full weekend. I mean, you you always joke like right, like we're always out and all that kind of stuff like that. Man, another jam packed weekend of stuff. Uh, friends are having events, Christmas parties, stuff like that. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that stuff. And I am not looking forward to spending my next six hours that I'll spend in the office tomorrow in there because I don't want to be in there. <laughs> I'd rather be at home. How about you, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm multitasking a little bit. Um, so I'm yeah. watching uh, the Kansas City Chiefs San Diego Chargers game. And as uh, soon as you asked me that question, I think dude just broke his ankle. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think I think, I think think he just broke his ankle. They might not show it no more. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, remember that who was that that broke his like uh his leg on the court and like you could see the bone like that that was terrible uh it was uh um, kevin well it was a couple people it was either kevin Ware in louisville um in college which it was like super bad or it was uh oh yeah paul george when he was playing they were like doing like a warm-up for the olympics type of game mm-hmm. and uh his foot hit the the back stanchion and broke, um, broke his ankle. Ugh. And I'm just like, ah, um, last yeah. year was my quarterback, Dak Prescott, his ankle snapped. Yeah. And I think, I think right now it just happened again. It's just whew, threw me off a little bit. It actually woke me up because what I was going to say for my check in, man, I am dead ass tired. Uh, yeah. So you sound like me last week, motherfucking tired. And I'm tired on just a couple different levels. Right. So one, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an early bird. I'm a morning person. So I'm typically waking up like 5, 5.30. This morning, I woke right. up at 4.30. And I'm just spit. Like, it's only 6 o'clock here, and I'm ready to clock out. Like, I'm ready to go to bed. 4.30 a.m.? 4.30 a.m. Wide awake. Wide awake. It was actually earlier. It was actually earlier. <laughs> like, I think my early birds kind of get this. Like, you wake up early, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to sleep in. So you roll back over. And you fall back to sleep. And I swear to God, you feel like you didn't slept for another hour. It'd be like 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes. You'd be like, God damn. Right. You're like, Geez. it's still only 4.30. And it's like, what I'm going to do? So, yeah. you know, I just get up, take a shower, play video games until it's time to go to work. That's all I can kind of do at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired on that front. Um, we got one more, one more day. Last day of finals is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, and then faculty take off, and I can't wait for faculty to take off because um, they be putting me through the ringer. So, oh yeah, I'm just yeah. And after that, man, I'm I'm, I'm off for three months. So, nice. I can't I can't nice. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm taking that paternity. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm doing it different this year. I think I mentioned on this pod last time. I only took a month with my daughter mm-hmm. uh, with my first. So I only took a month. Of work, so that yeah. was like twenty-one working days, and I think two of those days I definitely uh, went into work. So this time I told my boss, "Nah, I'm not doing that. I, I'm taking the full, yeah. full three months." You know, okay, y'all figure it out without me. Like, yeah, this is this is a lesson for everybody out there who's working. Just because you don't go to work, don't mean the work gonna stop. Like, exactly. They're going to figure out yeah. how to keep that thing rolling and moving along. So never feel guilty yeah. for taking time for you. These organizations, especially these institutions, if you work working at a college and higher ed, they're going to keep rolling, man. Pr- 
presidents leave every day. <laughs> and, every day. and the institution don't stop because the president left. So your, nope. your coordinators, your associate assistant directors, all y'all, man, take y'all time. And that's what I'm that's what I'm doing here, man. I'm taking I'm taking three months to spend with my girls and give them all Good. the attention they deserve. So Good. I can't wait because I Good. am dead ass tired right now. <laughs> Bro, I can't wait to see the videos of Carmen terrorizing you, boy. Oh. That girl. I love her. I love her. She's 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 life. <laughs> if y'all ain't following now, y'all need to go ahead and follow Dr. J underscore from 4RM underscore LA on, on Instagram and TikTok because that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be TikToking and Instagramming for those three months. And my wife at work, mm-hmm. so she don't get to overrule things that I want to post. <laughs> she just gotta see it when it happened. Uh so right. that's what it's gonna be. So well, be sure to use uh Koi Lorray. Go best friend in one of your little man. No new friends killing them. Man. Genius posted that ish again today. I'm like why? Who who is asking for a lyrical breakdown of this? No one. Like it's literally the same thing over and over again. You like, can we stop? This is a nursery rhyme. <laughs> Going to hell. I can't. Like, no one, no one's no. asking for this. I don't need a lyrical no. breakdown. Just, just move on. No. So that's, that's how it is, man. Wow. But you see, her daddy got uh, got 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 messed up this week. Um, so who was that? Um, her dad. Oh no, that was that was Jim. I think it was Jim Jones. My bad. I get Benzino and Jim Jones confused <laughs> because they both light skin. They both look like they're dirty. They both look like they pig pen from uh, Charlie Brown, and they both got terrible hair. Right. <laughs> one got them beady, uh, beady busted braids, and the other one got. I don't know. He just looked like a Sharpe. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I didn't see. I mean, I did see them getting at Jim Jones for his braids. <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. that about a week ago. <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny. Yeah, he too just, uh, just, too famous to be having movie. braids like that, man. They're terrible. They're terrible. Mm. I don't know, Chris. I, uh, Chrissy, bless Chrissy. Why, why, why is your partner coming outside with braids that look like he just got them done, but then brushed on the side and brushed up to get the fuzzies? Like it makes no sense. He's a grown man. First of all, you're a grown man and you still got braids. I don't like it. I don't like it. And call me judgmental, but I'm like, yo, you, you, you grown and you still got cornrows. Like, come on, dog. Like, let that go. Let it go. Like in your (laughs) fifties. I mean, I think that I think there is an age limit on cornrows. I will say that, but people always accuse me for having age limit on things. So it is what it is. Like, I tell my parents, you can't text me. Like y'all too old. Like <laughs> call me. Please don't do that. <laughs> like call no. me, y'all. We need to have a conversation. I ain't trying to text back and forth with my mom and dad. Like no, y'all just call me and we we handle yeah. what we need to handle. Ain't no texting. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's an age limit on cornrows and I think, I think he's kind of up there. The funny yeah. thing though, cornrows, he's they're in. making a comeback. They like, are more and more people are starting, like more and more dudes are starting to grow their hair out and bring cornrows back. I don't know yeah. who is the first person that we're going to credit with bringing this trend back, but it is, <laughs> it, is it is back. I guess we could say Kawhi Leonard. It ain't never left him. He stayed with his he stay with his right. boys, like yeah, like every 15, 20 years they reemerge again. Yeah, like okay, cornrows, here we go, here we go. We on the upswing, cornrows. Yeah. All right, let's go, cornrows. Yeah, I can't, I can't rock them again. Uh, thinning up top, the the sides will be strong, but you know, <laughs> nope, nope. I had cornrows, and you see what the result, the end result is. So, no, my no, my cornrow phase was so short lived. For on a couple of reasons. One, it hurt. <laughs> like, like it don't feel good getting your hair braided. Yeah. So that was oh, one. Yeah. But two, like the whole process of you growing your hair out, there's a million people who like volunteer to braid your hair. Like, oh, grow it. I'm gonna braid your hair. Soon as it's long enough to get braided, those people dis up. 
Period. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't find no one who's oh, consistent. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, my baby uh, just got his license, so we, he, I'm about to go teach him how to drive a car. Like, wait, your, your, your two-year-old baby just got his license, so now he got to go teach him how to drive a car, but you need to learn how to drive a car before you get the license. Okay, fine. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Everybody come up with a, a million excuses for why they can't uh, braid your hair. Yeah. So that, that's why I was short-lived for me. I was like, I'm done then. Like, go ahead and chop this off um, and yeah. give, give me a do-rag. Like, <laughs> this, is, this ain't it. It, right. it, ain't, it ain't what y'all made it out to be. Y'all sold me on a dream. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, walking. Sorry, I was raking my living room carpet. Like I couldn't do your hair today, nigga. What? Yeah. So, but yeah, they're making a comeback. But good, uh, good. Not for me though. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'll be looking I at like all it. these uh, Instagram ads, uh, <laughs> them showing you how like they got these products to help grow your hair back. These natural black hair products. I'm like, maybe I should spend about fifty bucks on one of these packets and try to thicken, no. thicken the None top up a little no. bit. <laughs> None of that stuff works. None of that stuff works. You can get the silk pillowcases. You can get the Cantu oils. You can get the Jojoba oils and all types of other oils that you can get from the motherland, straight from the tree, straight from the root that the green grass grows all around in the brown, and it will not bring your hair back. <laughs> Sounds like this is spoken from a man who's tried. <laughs> oh, I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> Sleeping with a silk bonnet on, sleeping with the silk pillows, sleeping with the jojoba oils in your hair, sleeping with the juices and berries, and none of that stuff works. None of it works. Doing Why? Because the hair won't grow. <laughs> the follicles are dead. Hey, but I at least I commend you on like knowing when it's over and letting it go. Right? Yeah. There, so- there's a lot of men walking around who just like need to let it go. Like LeBron, come on man, you need to let it go. <laughs> let, it, let it go. Only time his hair is like put in places in the off season cuz that that piece ain't getting yeah. sweated out every week. So, that's like um, the only thing. Bron need to let it go. Stephen A Smith need to let it go. His hairline is so far oh, yeah. back. So far back. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, Speaking of letting hairlines yeah, go. A, oh, go ahead. No, there was, there was a recruiter I saw like a couple weeks ago, and their hairline was like literally in the middle of their head. And I was like, this is. And I couldn't like take my my eye off of the fact that his hairline was up in the middle <laughs> of his head. And he kept looking up because he knew that I was looking at his hairline, and we were right in the middle of a professional like situation. Because it was a, a, a internship fair for the students, and I'm just looking at his hairline like, bro, this shit is busted. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of my colleagues was texting me at the same time, like, Jarrell, stop looking at his hairline. I'm like, oh shit, you can see me? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yo, there was this uh, professor. Um, I'm not going to say the institution. <laughs> They still might be employed there and they still might be rocking this. But he walked into a meeting one day and I could like there was no way to avoid staring. First, the people who I work for, mm-hmm. worked with, they ain't shit because they didn't they didn't warn me about this profession. Yeah. Like they, they knew what he was about to come in here with. This dude, lace front, was like finger waves halfway up <laughs> halfway to the back. <laughs> I'm dead. And like super silky, super silky Egyptian hair flowing down back. I'm like, yo, what is this? Why is he in here like this? Yikes. Yo, I think I see. waves in the front, silky magnificence in the back. I think I got an old pic because I took a picture of him. I'll, I'll text you the pic. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Please send it to me. I'll send you the pic. It's it's probably on my Facebook. I'll I'll send it to you, man. I was just so blown. Oh, yeah. Facebook, really? Man. Yikes. So that was before I understood, you know, social media and how a lot of y'all out here think it ain't real. It is definitely real. It has real, real consequences. Um, And I was wilding back in the day, especially when I was young professional. I worked at. 
So I worked at an HBCU in housing. So I had, you know, access to rosters and names of like all the students who lived in our housing complexes. So for, mm-hmm. I would say a strong month, I did like an HBCU name of the day. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Listen, you leave people in their names alone. Okay? No, so every time, every time like one pops up on like a reminder, you post this like such and such years ago, I delete it. Like I delete it. Yeah. I delete it. I have definitely grown and matured. And I am I am one of those people who like fight and champion for people no matter what your name is. Like I tell students all the time when they go by a nickname or they shorten their name because people can't say it or they're ashamed of it. I'm like, yo, that's your name. Like take pride and honor in your name. I don't care what that name is. Right? It's your name. You own it. You take pride up. Take pride in that. Like if it's if it's to the point where you don't just don't want to be called that, then legally change your name. But your name isn't legally changed, yeah. right? I think about a student yeah. named Jorge all the time, right? He was like yeah. he let people call him George. Like, yo, your name is not George. It's Jorge. It's Jorge. Yeah. Like make these people, and when I say people, these white people, these white students, say yeah. Jorge, right? So Jorge. I have definitely grown and matured. So if you might, you can you can try to find these HPC name of the days, but like I definitely delete them because these are real people out here and I was I was I was way out of pocket for making fun of their names, even though I still find some of them pretty creative and funny, I will say. Yeah. They're pretty I mean if you once be wrong and now correct yourself and be right, you know? There's nothing wrong with learning. There's also nothing wrong with being fallible, you know? Like mm-hmm. we're all human. So I've made fun of people's names in the past, too. I won't lie and say that I didn't. But now I try to do better. Uh Now, there are times where I'm just like, girl, what is this? Brenda Anthony? Okay. Your mama named Brenda. Your daddy named Anthony? Okay, Uh Brenda Anthony. Uh All right. Yeah. Uh Yeah. That's cool. And there's a lot of those where they just, you know, they're combining names, right? And some of them turn yeah. out great. You get a Jalen, right? Jalen Rose, uh-huh. that's a great name. His and yeah, I heard a podcast where he's not, he wasn't the first Jalen in the world. He thought he was, but he wasn't. They they found somebody. <laughs> they found somebody. They did a whole bunch of research and like found one person who was born maybe like a year or two before him, who was uh-huh. named Jalen. So. Jalen used to go yeah. around like my mom created no one else before me. And and when they did the research, it wasn't like a known name. Yeah. Right. And they couldn't find anybody. They Literally they found one person before him. Right. But now it's like they did the story because all this all the players who got like drafted last year and and getting drafted all these like years later. Uh-huh. Like Jalen is one of the most popular names. Like yeah. and he made that name popular. Like which I think is dope. I find that dope. Like, nope, this name wasn't known before me. And now, 18 years later, there's like Jalen's rolling all around just because their parents named them after me. Right. So they interviewed the parents of these students. They were like, yeah, yep, named them after Jalen Rose. Like, because yeah. I loved Michigan or I was like an Indiana fan. So I thought that was dope. But yeah, names, man. Take pride in your names. Um, you said something there too that I always wonder. It's uh-huh. and I feel like we don't allow that as much as we should in 2021. It's for people to grow. Just grow, yeah. Like, I don't think we actually allow space for people to grow, right? So luckily, yeah. we still nobody's on this here platform. We do appreciate the listens that we get, right? But it ain't like oh, yeah. <laughs> it ain't millions, right? And no one's like going through our social media. But right. I feel like, you know, if you saw what I was posting what, 2009 maybe when Twitter first came along? Like, y'all would cancel the hell out of me. Like, y'all would be so upset, right? But it's like, yo, I was in my fifth year of college wilding out like a you know a 21-year-old would be doing at that time, right? And the world was in a different place in that time. So, but I think, I think we hold people accountable to things that they did like 10 years ago, and we really don't let them grow. Now, there are some things that I struggle with that we don't let people grow come back from. Um and one of those things was um Chauncey Billups. Right? He's the Portland Trailblazers head coach. 
right? And when he got hired as a head coach, what they brought up was a um, a rape case that he was involved in like 20 oh. years ago, right? Okay. And, you know, he didn't admit any wrongdoing or anything. Um, I think the case got dropped or something like that. But if you read the stories of the details of that night, it's absolutely horrible what, you know, these NBA players put this this woman through. Absolutely horrible. Horrendous, right? Yeah. And then it's, but it's like in the last 20 years, there hasn't been not one situation like that ever again where he said he actually learned from that and he started moving different, right? Right. But they wanted to take his job 20 years later because of this. Like, so I'm like, how long, like, do we let people, can we let people redeem themselves or come back? Like, is that a quality that we actually care about, right? We, we put people in prisons and say we're going to re- rehabilitate them, but then we hold them to the, the crimes that they committed 20, 40 years ago. And so I struggle with that because as, you know, I have two daughters, you know, it'll mm-hmm. be rough for me to forgive somebody who was sexually assault my daughter. Like I get that aspect of it, but I also get like, if he was a 19 year old man and now he's 40, he have, he's grown, right? Like there's still pain there. I get that. But do we allow people to, to grow and, and move on from past mistakes? And I don't feel like we do that quite enough. We hold people back. Yeah. And I also feel like people, but it, but it also means that people need to do the work on their end, right? Like mm-hmm. if there is a situation where, let's say you are caught up in a situation where it is sexual assault and you are charged with sexual assault and it's found out to be the case where you are charged with sexual assault because it was actually an, a sexual assault that occurred, right? So if you want to change and you want to be forgiven and things of that nature, you have to do the work. You have to, one, do the work on yourself. Two, not do that shit again. Three, you may not get forgiveness from your the person that you victimized, but you need to try to make it up to them in some kind of way and, and, and you know, get to, you know, get some kind of redemption from them or some, something like that. Also, or at least in my book, I think that's what you need to do. Also, I think that, you know, another way to get redemption out of this situation is go around talking about the situation, right? Like this is where I messed up and this is where you shouldn't mess up. And then have those conversations with other men about sexual assault and why that's not the right thing. Because I feel like more men need to step up and say, hey, this is wrong. We need to hold each other accountable a lot more than what we do because we don't. And especially those men who have committed sexual assault and have gone through the legal system and all that kind of stuff like that. They've done their time. They've, you know, come out on the other side of this thing. I think a great thing for them to then do is talk about sexual assaults and why this is the wrong thing to do and why, even if you're in a bad space or whatever your rationale, which I don't really, uh, I I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's a rationale or justification for this, but what I will say is, you know, explain to them, like, even in those moments where you're in, you know, your lowest of lows, darkest of places, or whatever, you need to check yourself. And here are the reasons why. No, I think that's, I think so that's valid. Him, I think, yeah. yeah. I think that's valid. And I, and I mean, I think doing the work piece and, and educating others after that um, is yeah. something that, granted, I don't, no one's heard of him doing it, but I think that is one of those steps to, you know, restorative, right? People talk about restorative justice, right? Absolutely. Um, restoring the harm you've done to a community or a person, or right? So in that regard, yeah, I can see I can see if, if someone would, was to take those steps, how they'll be received a, lo- a lot differently versus like just being silent about it for, you know, 20 plus years and just trying to act like it didn't happen. So I definitely see right. the, the differences in that. So great points there, man. I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And we didn't even, I didn't mean to get us to that heavy place, but we got there. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, so we go there sometimes. We go there. Let's, um, so there's two ways we could take this. We can cancel somebody this week. Which we were just talking about not canceling people or redemption. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't cancel. We just get them out the paint for a little bit. We just we right. tell them, go sit your ass down for a little bit. You're doing too much. You might need to sit down. Um, is there uh, anyone on your radar this week that was doing too much? You need to kind of go sit down. Yes, Dr. Jeff. <laughs> Someone on my list for this week. 
let's pull this car over to the side, okay? <laughs> and let's talk about signing day. Uh-oh. And let's talk about Florida State University in your arrogant sense of entitlement in thinking that Travis Hunter's black body was owned, purchased, and sold to you. <laughs> Let's pull this car over and talk to you, Florida State University, about how negligent it is to even think that Travis Hunter is a fool for not coming to Florida State University and going to Jackson State University with the Deion Sanders, who just happens to be a Florida State University grad who is now an award-winning coach at, at Jackson State University in Mississippi at an HBCU. So for those of our listeners who don't know, signing day just happened for you know high school students who are going to college and Travis Hunter just happened to be the number one pick out of you know every student in the nation going to college. He was the number one pick for football, right? And so Florida State knew they had it in the bag. They knew they had Travis Hunter. They had folks who came out, talked to him, scouted him, all that kind of stuff like that. He gained entrance into the school, of course, and Florida State knew they had him. He caused an upset when (laughs) at the very last minute, he was like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to Jackson State. And he didn't give his reasons why. He was just like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm out. Peace. Deuces. And so then there was a fury of tweets, comments, things of that nature. Florida State students who were out there saying, oh, my God, how could he go to some little small rinky-dink HBCU in Mississippi that no one's even heard of and this and that. Like, the comments behind his decision became outright racist, right? Became outright anti-HBCU. They were like, you can get the finest of finest educations at Florida State University. Hold up, hold up. Let's, Let's park it here. One person said... What is a Jackson State University education compared to a Florida State University? Excuse me. <laughs> Florida State University is not known as a renowned <laughs> research one institution. It is not renowned for its academics. Florida State University is renowned for hmm, backwoods, swamps, gators, all those things. You name it. Florida State University is renowned for it. Um, keg parties, keg stands, beer, frats, all that kind of stuff like that. Mm, racist stuff that happens in Florida. Florida State University is known for those things. Okay, What Florida State is not known for is a renowned Research One institution. Okay, So the tweet that I saw about someone saying that he could have gotten a better education at Florida State University, blah, 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 blah. This is Jackson State University in Mississippi. If you all don't know, Jackson State is definitely a jewel of Mississippi. Students receive quality educations there. Students receive quality experiences there. The thing that we all know as J-setting, so the gays know about J-setting, and, and, and straight people know about J-setting too, and all that kind of stuff like that. Jackson State. Jackson State is renowned for a, a multitude of things. They're also renowned for being a quality education institution, which Florida State is, I, I, I've never heard quality education come out of somebody's mouth when they mention Florida State University. So again, I'm like, hmm, that's new for me. Okay, great. Great. But it was just outright racist that racist tweets that were just coming out and racist comments on social media and stuff like that because Travis did not go to Florida State. And you know how people get when it comes down to HBCUs and PWIs. They're like, the PWI is infinitely better because of DD. It's only because the PWI has probably more resources than the HBCU, yes. But we all know that's because of racism. It's because of preference or preferential treatment. 
it is because of the amount of donors and alumni and funding and support and things of that nature, preferential treatment, the amount of folks that they have at the institution who are lobbying on the institution's behalf, the capital that they have with Ron DeSantis. What an idiot. But anyway, I digress. I'm just saying. Travis, good job, bro. You went with your people. You knew where you knew where it was. You knew where it was. So bless you. Couple things there, right? Um yeah, it's it has nothing to do with his actual decision. Right? Like it has oh, nothing to do. Not. It is this is not a football story, right? No mm-hmm. one's upset that Travis Hunter, the number one high school player in America, um mm-hmm. decided to go play at an HBCU over Florida State. Right. That's Mm -hmm. because if you want to have that conversation, we can. Right. So when I saw that, I was the only thing I thought about was, you know, the resources. Right. Like, yeah, you you're betting on yourself a lot more going to Jackson State. Like if we're talking football reasons, Mm -hmm. you're betting on yourself a lot more going to Jackson State than at, you know, Florida State University. Right. Right. So. That's that, right? But that's not what we're talking about here, right? I saw a tweet where they were, once again, degrading the education that he would receive at HBCU. And that's mm-hmm. where that's where it gets out of line and out of pocket, right? Oh, yeah. Um, because HBCUs produce the most black doctors, most black nurses, most black lawyers, like they do their damn thing. Top notch quality education's there, right? So it's not that. <laughs> but when I saw it, I was just like, yo, if I was, if I was him, I would do the exact same thing. The yeah. exact same thing. You know why? A couple reasons. One, Deion Sanders is my favorite player of all time. Oh yeah, for my, sure. My favorite player of all time. Remember when he was a rapper in the nineties? <laughs> Must be Must the money. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about that whole song is his is his rant, right? And I'll get back to Travis Hunter, but I can talk about this rant. Best part of that song uh, when it was like, people tell me, Dion, don't let money change you. He was like, Hell yeah, money gonna change me. It's gonna change, it's gonna change the way I walk, the what I drive. Yes, money's going to change. I love that rant because that's truth. Like, man, don't let yeah. money change you. Money's going to change you. It'll make you oh, more of who you are. But it still is a changing of where you have been. But anyway, so Travis Hunter, I think people fail to realize he is a defensive back. He's a cornerback. Why wouldn't I want to be coached by the greatest cornerback in the history of the game? Hello. I don't care if it is Jackson State University or if it's Jackson State Community College. Deion Slayer is there. Damn near I'm going. I am going to where Deion is. It is what it is. Right. We need to really stop. And it's it's sad that it's not only white people who are upset at this young man's decision. It's our own. It's black people. Too. It's our own. Yeah. Like how you all look at the money you're going to miss out on and the education and all these other things. And it's just like, yo, this is a 17, 18 year old kid who made the best decision he thought for himself. Why aren't we celebrating the fact that he's doing that? Why are not we celebrating that the number one high school player in the world who is black? decided to go to college, still go to college at a place yeah. that is going to celebrate him more. And he's going to, and he's going to get the best coaching that he can get possibly. His coaching exactly. at Jackson state is going to be way better than it would have been if he went to Florida state university. So absolutely. So it had nothing to do with that. We need to start with this coded racism that we try to do out here. Um, and, and bash HBCUs. Like it, it makes, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that you can bash the HBCU for. Don't get me wrong. Right. But what you can't do is knock their academic integrity. That's what you can't Hello. do. You can't you knock get that some out. of the finest quality education right? from the finest quality educators like, at HBCU. We, we, we make a lot of jokes and fun about financial aid packages missing. <laughs> right. Okay. Tyrone. Billion, billion right, stuff. like we can do all those jokes, but at the end of the day, 
the academic integrity, the academic experience, hell, the student life experiences that student is going to get is going to be way better than Florida State University. Point blank, period. And I will stand by that. As somebody who worked at an HBCU, I will stand by that. Right? Yeah. Stand by it. Absolutely. So, and there's been this this debate about you know name, image, and likeness, uh, funding, and things of that nature, right? So, like, there was just a a law passed that now college athletes can monetize their name, image, and likeness, but Florida itself has restrictions around that, and so it even went so far as to Florida today just submitted um, a a. Uh, a revised version of the law or something like that revisions of the law or i don't know what the terminology is but like they, they're basically trying to revise their nil laws name image likeness laws so that they can um allow institutions to you know um benefit off of the student or or or, or bring recruit the student by you know putting packages together for them right uh, putting packages together that will, you know, monet- uh, that will get them some money and all this other kind of stuff like that. Like some states, you know, they don't have restrictions. They don't have regulations on this name, image and likeness thing um, where, you know, now you can monetize uh, your name, image and likeness in college football or whatever have you. And um, and so they are, you know, people are speculating that he went to Jackson State or another reason why he went to Jackson State is because he can, you know, get a better deal by being in a state that ain't so highly regulated like Florida is. Or or receive a, a better financial package. And and that's what so, they're they're trying to Yeah. Once again, use their resources in a way where they felt mm-hmm. like I think once again, it's all about ego. That's really that's like another underlying thing outside of the racism. It's like we are. What do you mean? We're FSU. We have way more money than Jackson State to offer you or to put you on a national scale way bigger, which they really can't because Dion has been drawing crazy crowds for HBCU football game. Crazy packing out the stadium. And yeah. them boys are playing fun. They're playing Lame. great, um, which I'm happy to see because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep 100. I know Dion. Dion has always been in the business about me, right? Like he let, <laughs> he named his institution Prime University. Like it's it's always been about Prime. So I was a little nervous. I was like, is this is he coaching for Prime? Or is he coaching for the students? And by far, he's coaching for those students. Now he has done some crazy yeah. some crazy shit that I don't agree with. Like bringing in, uh, was it Brittany Renner you brought in? Yeah, he did. <laughs> to try to teach the he boys did. the game. I, I get like, where you were oh. going, but no. <laughs> oh, Dion. I see where your head is at. I see, Dion going Dion. He's going Dion. I saw That's where he was going. going with it. Like, yo, I mm-hmm. saw. But sometimes a great plan isn't actually a great plan. Like, like, bless his heart, Lord. So, but yeah, I'm in agreement with that. We can get, we can, we can sit them all the way back multiple rows um, because everyone associated with FSU who has something negative to say about this young man's decision, y'all out of pocket. Straight out of pocket. And y'all need to go. Bye. Bye. How about you, brother? You got anybody to get out this year, this week, this year, <laughs> this year, <laughs> this, this week? There's gonna be we get out this year. Um, mm-hmm. Democrats, like the whole party, the whole party, and this is why: student loans, student loans, student loans are starting to, you know. I'll have to start paying those again next month. And I'm sitting here like, how are you going to let your party be the party that cuts back on student loan payments? When you are the party, right, who is like champion loan forgiveness and all these other things, but you going to cut these loan payments back on? 
And not only are you cutting loan payments back on, I'll be okay with that. Stop the damn interest. Like, do something. Why is there interest on my student loan? Like, I don't understand why am I paying interest on my student loan years after I graduated, right? It's it's ridiculous. Y'all have no backbone. You're scared to do anything. Um, and Rep- Republicans are the real gangsters because they're going to say what they're going to do and they're going to do it no matter who's in their way. Y'all just going to bend and fold and damage the people who are you say you are fighting for and you you hold the same values and the same things and you're not doing that at all. Right. You're not doing that. And once again, I didn't expect Joe Biden to cancel student loans because he never said he would. He always was on the fence about that. But. Especially with this Amarion variant out here running rampant, people still unemployed. You about to cut these things back on? You really about to cut these things back on with interest? You can't throw one bone, just one. Man, all y'all can get out of here. All y'all talk. All y'all are talk. It's just talk. It's just talk. And I don't even get into politics. I know politics are talk 90% of the time. But this is ridiculous here. And it's not because I'm like, I can I can manage my, my loan payments, but I know there's millions of people who can't. Millions Me. of people who can't. So Me. y'all put this 1.75 trillion new spending bill. Why don't y'all just cancel this 1.75 in student loans and let the people really spend money to boost the economy the way y'all want it to be? Stupid. Y'all can get up out of here. I'm just at a loss for words. I'm just at a loss for words. And that's just all I can say. I'm getting these emails every day. I'm like, stop. I know. I just Navient, who's actually going out of business and sold my loans off. This is like the fourth time my student loans have been sold to another company. Like, what are we doing here? It's ridiculous. Like, what are we doing here? None of this makes sense. It's ridiculous. None of this makes sense. Right there. Let's none man. Let's let's move on to these questions and get to a holiday episode, <laughs> which we originally intended. We forty minutes yep. in. Uh, we ain't even get to. And we still ain't got to the holiday episode yet. <laughs> so, what do you want to say to Joe Byron right now? What's up, baby? Cancel my fucking loans. Like, That's what I'm. <laughs> just get rid of this shit. Like this makes zero. <laughs> there, you have a damn near two year case study to show you that one, no one needs to pay student loans. Because no one's paid them this long and nothing happened. You know what happened? The housing market went up. Y'all were able to inflate the hell out of every goddamn item in the world. And people were still paying it and not even noticing that all the prices are just going up. Like I read an article the other day, like McDonald's prices actually went up. Like fast food prices actually went up during this time. But guess what? People are paying it. People are eating. No one knows. So start start squeezing people again about these student loans. Watch watch how watch how it gets. It's stupid. But um, I'm about to get the holiday, man. I'm, I'm. Yeah, let's do the holiday. Let's get to the holiday. So, come on, holiday. For those who follow, if you don't follow, you need to educated underscore full podcast on Instagram. This came up a couple reasons why I, I asked the specific questions that we did. Right, one, I had a homie. <laughs> Hit up the group text because this girl he's been talking to, he they've been on like three official dates. We have to really first off, dudes, y'all need to figure out what a date and what's not a date is. Because like we were trying to figure out like how many times have y'all gone out? And it took us damn near an hour to figure out it's been three dates because all these other things, I guess, don't count. I don't know. But three dates, three dates has been three, four months, right? And she hit him up and was like, hey, I want to find some time before the, before Christmas so I can give you your gift. So he hit us up and was like, I don't think I want to talk to Shorty no more. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, why? He's like, she got me a gift. It's too early to get me a gift. Like we haven't, we're not really dating. Right. I'm like, so that was the, that was the reason why. We asked on our Instagram, how early is too early to buy a person you're talking to or dating 
a gift. I wanted to know what other people thought and to help to help the homie out because he thought I was crazy. He thought others in the group text was crazy for for our responses. So majority, like by far majority was like, if you've been on three or more dates, it's perfectly okay to get a gift. Perfectly okay. Now, some people have stipulations on how big this gift is, right? But it's perfectly fine to give a gift. Um, there And some people are like, there's no time. There is no limit. Like, if I got you something, I got you something. That's my decision to get you something. That doesn't mean I expect anything in return. It just, you know, I wanted to get you something. I thought about you. Something we've been, something we talked about during these three months triggered. And I saw a gift that made me think of you. I got it. So that was the responses I got. That's kind of along how I feel. I want to know what you think and what your folks think. So literally everyone on my Instagram said that it is not about a length of time. It is about the feeling. And I feel that way wholeheartedly. It's about the feeling. So if you feel in that person, if you've been dating that person, you like, yo, I care about this person. I want to, you know, the vibe is right. I want to get this person something because he or she might like this. You know, she or he was talking about this on our last date. And I think it would be dope if I got this person this type of thing or whatever have you. Now, it can be a small gift. It could be a large gift or whatever have you. But it, it literally, I think it should be left up to the vibe. It shouldn't be about a time limit or anything like that. Because when you start putting yourself in time frames and time limits and all that kind of stuff like that, you start getting into those weird boxes where it's like, you just start complicating things more than it already is when relationships are about feelings and being a person who has feelings for someone else in the first place. So just let your feelings ride. That's all I'm saying. And a lot of people said the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's once again, that goes along the same line. There is no time limit, right? Like I, I thought of you, like we've been talking for three, four months. I feel this way. And I felt like, I, I felt like giving you a gift. It is what it is. Like, I felt like getting you a gift and I feel like it's silly for people to to put these stipulations or have these hard set, stupid rules on like, I don't want to talk to this person because he feels like she's getting too serious too quick. Like, it's too quick. She's getting too serious. What? And I'm like, well, first off, we 35 plus around here. So we ain't got a, <laughs> we ain't got a lot of time to be out here playing around. Like, either you want a relationship with this person or you don't. And three to four months of talking, three dates, I feel like you know that already. Exactly. So you should know whether you like somebody or not. Yeah, like the filling out period is is really been done. So it's time for you to really move on because that's just not what you want. If you don't want a relationship with this person, it's time to move on. And if the gift, if them getting you a gift is your out, then that's your out. And that's what I tell homie. Like, I think you're just looking for a way to get out. Like Facts. to be perfectly honest, I think you look for a way to get out. Because I don't find that crazy. Like people celebrate one month anniversaries with gifts. Like, yo, it's been three, four months. It's the holiday season. She thought of you. Dog, you should be lucky. She thought of you. She could have been a trifling female and been like, bye, boo, do what you want to do. She didn't try to take your Christmas. She was like, before Christmas, I just want to hand you your gift. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. Like she thought about you, like you said, Jeff, she thought about him and she also was considerate of his time and didn't want to take up all of his time. and was like, hey, you know, I don't know what you're doing with Christmas or if you're going to be with family or whatever have you. But let me give you this gift before you go off and do whatever it is that you want to do or whatever have you. And that's that. I, I like that idea. I think some dudes just aren't being honest with those people that they're with or some people aren't being honest with the person that they are dating they know for sure like you said that they don't want to be with that person but they're still with this person for very selfish reasons right like maybe it's the sex maybe it is because they don't want to be lonely maybe it's because they just want a harem of hoes like who knows right it could be a number of things but be honest with that person and right now i think your friend needs to be honest with this young lady and be like look I don't think that this is the right time for me to, you know, get gifts or give gifts and all other kind of stuff like that, because I don't see this relationship or this situation as anything serious. I see it as, you know, us doing what we do 
and that's it. That was question one. Second question yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to throw out there was your question, which I thought was ruthless. But I got a ton of response on it. I got the most response to this question. So clearly, <laughs> it's common out here in these streets. So one of the questions that we posed was like, have you ever bought someone a gift and then later decided not to actually give them the gift? Like withheld it, like nah, you don't, <laughs> you don't deserve this gift anymore. So I was like, "Have you did it? And why did you do it?" Now, to be perfectly honest, no one had a really good reason. My brother had a dumbass reason, which <laughs> only I can expect from my brother. So these were the common things for me, at least, from all the people who responded. The most common thing was. They liked the after they bought the gift, they realized they liked it for themselves better. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. So they were like, nah, actually, I'm gonna hold this, I'm gonna hold on to this one. And I was like, right. yo, that's that's trifling. <laughs> that's trifling. That there's no good reason for you to buy someone a gift and then after a while I'll be like, yo, actually, that watch fire, I'm gonna keep it. Right. And then the second one, it's it's my brother's answer. And I'm going to tell guys out here, yo, when you buy lingerie, that's not for your girl. You buying, that's a gift for you. Like, stop disguising gifts as you're purchasing these this set of lingerie or underwear for your girl to wear who she's wearing it for. She's wearing it for you. So mm-hmm. my brother reason for withholding his gift was lingerie. And he was like, I thought about it. If we ever break up, I don't want her wearing it for another dude. So I didn't give it to her. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Once again, dumbass reason, but it's my dumbass brother. And I love him to death. That's not like <laughs> my brother would say. I like my brother like, I bought it, but then I thought about it. I don't want her wearing this for another dude. This is just for me. So you withheld it. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's just like that old saying, don't buy a man's shoes because he'll walk out your life. And my <laughs> aunt used to say, don't buy no motherfucker no shoes here. Walk out your life and then go fuck around with another bitch with your shoes on. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Y'all are so much. Y'all are so much. So much. So, so I thought of this question because I actually did this. And I'll be 100% honest and I'll be transparent. Uh, Our listeners, y'all know I'm always transparent. Jeff, you know this. So I told my partner about this before we had this conversation. So my my current partner does know about the situation. So this question stemmed from a situation involving my ex, right? So one Christmas, we spent Christmas with his family And we did a gift exchange with his family, all that kind of stuff like that. There was a set of stuff that I brought him. So I brought him two diamond earrings and a tennis bracelet. It was a diamond tennis bracelet, right? So I only wanted to take the diamond earrings to the gift exchange that we were having with his family. And I wanted to surprise him when we got back home with the tennis bracelet when we got back home. So at the gift exchange... I gave him like two boxes of diamond earrings. I get two Clarence Rack shirts <laughs> and some jeans. And I'm like, I know this motherfucker ain't just give me two Clarence Rack shirts and a pair of fucking jeans that I can't fit. I know damn well. This ain't just happened. And I was like, this motherfucker better have something else when we get back home. When we got back home, what happened? What shit there? (laughs) I have nothing else. I got two shirts (laughs) on clearance and a pair of jeans I couldn't fit. Oh, and I couldn't fit one of the shirts either because it was one of them stretch material shirts and it looked like a training bra on me. So I'm like... This motherfucker just bought me some clothes that I can't fucking fit my fat ass into. And then, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. So that bracelet that I had at home, I took the bitch back. 
and got my money back and bought myself something for Christmas. And I put the rest of the money into my savings account because I was like, how dare you? And those same clothes that he bought me for that Christmas. So we went to Atlantic City one year and I left those clothes in the motherfucking hotel in a drawer <laughs> on purpose. I sure did. He cussed me out for that shit too. He was like, you left them clothes that I bought you for Christmas in a hotel and da 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 And I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I left them. You're right. Oh my God. How could I do that? In my head, I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, I did that shit. <laughs> I left them goddamn cheap ass clothes that the whole goddamn outfits and the shirts, them two shirts and them pair of jeans probably went no more than $60. And here I am spent almost $1,000 on three items. Yeah, I took my bracelet back and got my money. Shit. No, you ain't going to have me out here looking stupid in the streets. <laughs> and, 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 and folks, this is... This is Part of the reason why we're not together now because we just weren't good for each other. We weren't good for each other. We weren't. We we were not in sync. I mean, maybe he ain't got it. (laughs) No, 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 no. I knew that was not the case. Oh, my. That was not the case because we had access to see each other's bank accounts. I knew exactly what was in that bank account. Oh it wasn't God. the fact that he ain't have it. He just ain't want to spend it on me. And that is the unfortunate truth, right? And so, yeah, I took it back. But, I, I mean, I don't want people to to get it twisted, what you're saying, right? Like, because you spent nearly $1,000, I guarantee that wasn't the requirement of him. But it would have been something more thoughtful than going to Burlington Coat Factory and finding some jeans in the shirt, right? Like if it was something that he actually took time to get you something that you would have actually enjoyed and liked, I think the price wouldn't have been as big of an issue. It's the fact that it was just, he didn't attempt to try anything. There was no attempt to that. There was no thought process. He still had the clearance tag on. (laughs) Once again, there's no thought thought to that. It came from the clearance rack. Because I mean, it all depends too, right? Like if it's is it Ross clearance rack or is it Nordstrom's rack? It was H and M clearance. <laughs> when that shit is already like ten dollars, <laughs> right? Now keep in mind H and M already like ten dollars a piece, and then there's only but so many things I can wear out of H and M because you know I'm a tall and thick dude, right? And so people are like, oh my god, I can't believe that you, you know, when I when when sometimes when I tell people you know how much I weigh, they're like, really? I can't believe you, you know, da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, because it, it you know, mm-hmm. my, my weight is evenly distributed. However, that also means that there are certain things I just can't fit. There are certain things that don't look good on me and don't fit me appropriately. Like it might make me look like I am a 12 year old trying to fit up into a training bra and that's not going to work. And those things were things that just were not flattering to my body it didn't look great, and I, I left them bitches in that hotel on purpose, in that drawer. I sure did. So two things. I miss the days where I didn't look at like how much I weighed. Like I miss those days. Because I remember when I was in college, I weighed 200, right? Yeah. And people thought I was sick, right? And I'm, I'm only 5'9", but like 5'9", 200 for me, it looks very different than 5'9", 200 on somebody else. Like exactly. that's just the way... That's the way them Alexanders carry that weight. Like we just, we are, we evenly distributed. We it goes all in the right places. So you would never know, never know. So I'm. That's gotcha. my goal is to get back to that. My second workout goal is always to. I just want to buy one thing in H and M that I can actually fit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that's the goal. As soon as I can fit something in that store, I'm. I know I made it. No, I made it. But yeah. But yeah, uh, it's 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 all about. It's all about the thought. It's all about the execution. You can almost yeah. get somebody anything if you put thought into it and if you execute it correctly. But yeah, if yeah. you, if so you I had some responses, 
my my little cousin, I liked his response the most. So one of the things, shout outs to my little cousin, Cash, by the way. So he is a listener of the show now. And he, on, on Thanksgiving, he told me, he was like, you know, Jarrell, thank you so much for like just being you because we're his family on his father's side. Like his father is my cousin. Like his father's my first mm-hmm. cousin. Like we, me and his father grew up together. And so he's my cousin, my, my little cousin's child. And, you know, he's older now in his 20s. I think he's like 21, 20, 21, something like that. And um, he was just like, thank you for being yourself because, you know, I don't see many gay people on this side of the family. And sometimes I feel a little alone, a little lonely because I don't see us on this side of the family. I said, let me tell you something. You ain't the first. I'm not the first. You ain't the last. I won't be the last either. Um, we, we, we got a, a lineage of, uh, of the gay running through the family, but not, that's not the point. The point is, um, he responded to this and he said, I have never withheld gifts, but I sure burnt the motherfucker shit up. <laughs> <laughs> he said he burnt it up. I said, I can see you doing that. Cause yeah, I can see you doing that. <laughs> He, he went. He went. Angela Bassett, waiting to excel on him, huh? I could easily see him doing it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Because that is my family's temper. He has my family's temperament, right? Like we we are zero to a million in seconds, and so yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> that was funny. Other people was like, "No, I just." didn't buy the gift or whatever have you. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. If y'all ain't take the gift back, I sure did. And got my money, bought myself something, put some savings away. <laughs> Wanted to take a gift back after giving it to her. And it's my mama. It was my mama. <laughs> no, that's cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded. <laughs> this is the thing, right? Okay. One thing I, I tell people about my mom, she's brutally honest. Like, you don't, you know where you stand with my mom. Like, you know. And yeah. it was one of the it was one of the first times my wife really experienced this, right? So mm-hmm. my mom wanted cologne, right? So she wanted some cologne for or perfume, perfume for for Christmas one year. Okay, so, all right, that's what you want. So you know, I go to a perfume store, like I look at all, smell all these different type of perfumes, and I found one that I was like, oh, I think I like this one. I think my mom's gonna like it too. My mom can be bougie at times, so mm-hmm. because she didn't know the brand of this perfume, right? Because it wasn't like a Chanel Dolce Gabbana. It was just like a a Paris style perfume, right? Like still pricey, but she didn't know it. She was like, don't you ever buy me no perfume like that again? <laughs> it's Zer. Right? It's the finest perfume from Paris, Zer. So what the fuck is Zer? Right, she was just this like Liz Claiborne, Liz Taylor, White Diamonds. So she said that, and I don't know if she said it in person or if we were FaceTiming or she was on speakerphone. I don't know that I I can't remember. But when my wife heard that, she was like, "Oh, she ain't never getting nothing again." I'm dead. Now, granted, my mom gets a gift every year. We did. My wife obviously didn't mean it, but my wife was so shocked. I was like, "Yo, my mom, that's who she is. If she don't like something, she's not gonna pretend like she do. Because if she did, we would have bought it something like that for her again. She's like, I'm not about to. You're not gonna do this to me. I don't like this shit. Like, don't yeah. do it. Don't get it to me. And and my wife sees where I gets that from. Like, it's a cultural thing where like you're not supposed to turn down food, right? And I'm the type of person like, yo, I don't eat that. <laughs> like, I'm not about to mess my stomach up or ruin my palate for something I don't like. Like, I just, I'm not going to eat that. And my wife had to get used to my brutal honesty around that regard. But yeah, that was one time I wanted to take a gift back. Like, man, give me that perfume back. My yeah. wife would appreciate it. If you don't, just because you don't know the name. Well, yeah, it was funniest shit in the it world. It was not her Liz Taylor White Diamonds, okay? And you know Black Mamas love Liz Taylor White Diamonds. No, she can be bougie that time. She didn't know what that shit was. She okay. was like, "Don't buy me that again." <laughs> oh man, white diamonds is like the scent of black women wigs. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know how them old women at the church? You be like, you smell like a very familiar smell, <laughs> and all y'all smell like this. What is it? It's white diamonds. Liz Taylor. 
There it is. Is that? But you know how, like, or Giorgio Armani. You know, Curve or, by or Liz Georgia. Claiborne. Curve by Liz Claiborne had had men in the grip hole for a long time. Oh yeah, that's right. That, curve that was, green, yeah. that green curve bottle. Mm-hmm. They, she, they had a rap on men for a minute. Like, yo, this is my bottle. And then you, you got to grow up and evolve, fellas. There is a lot more you perfume do. out there. And take a lesson that my mom didn't take. It don't have to be a name brand that you know. It, it don't have to be Blueberry. It don't have to be nothing. Burberry. I said Blueberry. blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to be Burberry. It might be Blueberry for some of y'all pockets. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but it might man, be what, Blueberry for Hank on the corner. Long as it smell good and it stay on longer. Then when you spray it and you get out the house, wind blowing is gone. Y'all need to step your game up a little bit. I mean, we had a couple more questions, but we over an hour already. Yeah. We don't want to hold y'all listeners too long. <laughs> um, I didn't mention this to Jarrell, but I think he on the same page as me. This is the last episode for the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't talking yeah. about it, but we like your Christmas, the New Year's. And Jarrell got a life, so he always he I know he's gonna be somewhere out. Oh my god. So we got so many things planned between now and February. It's ridiculous. I got one thing that we have planned, and it's not even it's the day after Christmas. Um my wife's nephew, he he wants to go to like an expensive, fancy restaurant, right? Okay. Because like, he he loves rappers and all they talk about is Nobu and and, and Mastros. And I was Nobu, like, pick one. Okay. Like pick one and we'll go there. He really wanted Nobu, but you can't get a reservation till next year. Exactly. So I was like, we'll go to Maestro's, Spencer Steakhouse. <laughs> and it's like, bring your wallet though. Bring your wallet, dog. Exactly. Bring your wallet. But that's all we got planned. Like anybody wants to go to a fancy food place and pay a lot of money for overly priced food, I'm with it. So, but thank you all right. for listening this year. We really appreciate it. It's been great. It's been a it's crazy. We've been Mac assistant since this thing has started. Um, this is episode 42. We've mm-hmm. been rocking and rolling, and we appreciate yeah. we, we definitely appreciate the listens and the likes. And those who rock with us every single week. Um, and just keep following us. We'll be back at the top of next year. And you know, have a great holiday, you know, and, and do it with people that you love. For one half of the Educated Food Podcast, I'm Dr. J. And I'm Jarrell. And we out of here. Peace.